Hello, and welcome to another episode of Cold Cans, a Cold Cans Media LLC production. I'm your guest, Kelsey Little, the host of True Stories of Good People, a GoFundMe Heroes production. In each episode of this podcast, we sit down to discuss the sippability and sessionability of a new can of beer. Today on the show, Nick, Joey, and I will discuss Sculpin IPA from Ballast Point here in San Diego. Then we'll pair it with a popular salty treat, Bugles. The result is something unexpected, a good podcast and a true story of good beer. Cheers, Joe. Cheers. Cheers to you, Kelsey. Cheers digitally yeah. to Kelsey. Digitally. In San Diego. Oh, I went way too fast off that fade out thing. <laughs> Quick fade that's, out. That's the kind of we're not editing that we're in. in post either. No, we can't. So, as you heard in the intro, folks, uh, Kelsey Little is joining the program. She is the host of GoFundMe's True Stories of Good People. Um, we've been working with her for a few years here yeah, at the studio, and it's been uh, a great relationship. We always love working with her. Um, and she came on the podcast today with one of her favorite beers. Kelsey, thank you for being here. Oh, my gosh. It is a dream come true, honestly. Wow. <laughs> no one's ever said that about this show. <laughs> You're the first. No. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about um, your work with GoFundMe and kind of what you like about that podcast um, and and point people where they can find it. Yeah. So I have been working with GoFundMe uh, since May 2013, so I'm coming up on my seven-year anniversary. Wow, congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, It's been a wild ride, but it's honestly been one of those experiences that you hope to have, but you never know if it's going to happen. Like, I got in when it was under 15 people, and it has grown to this, like, behemoth (laughs) company that is, like, a household name, and, um, and, yeah, it's just, it's changed my life. Like, uh, I've been able to kind of carve out my own role there and work on what I want to work on. And part of oh, that yeah. was the podcast. So um, being a podcast enthusiast myself, uh, I pitched the idea to them a couple of years ago and they let me make a pilot season. And that is what led me to you. I actually recorded the very first episode of Two Sources of People <laughs> yeah. at your studio, which I think is so special. Yeah, that it is. is really cool. Yeah. Um, and And yeah, so we kind of launched that test season and it went well. And then last year they gave me the budget and the resources to do an episode a week. And we've been doing that for now we're in our second year. So it's a, it's a, it's been going really great and it's available everywhere you listen to podcasts. It's called true stories of good people. Yes. It's fantastic. That first episode that was about forgiving lunch debt, right? Yes. Yes. Good memory. Um, yeah, so the guy's name is Jeff Liu, Jeff and he Liu, is right. a local, C- yeah, Seattle dad, and he was a pretty big deal up there. And yeah. um, he helped pay off lunch debt for first like his son's school, and then the district, and now he's going for like the whole Washington state. So he's pretty incredible. Wow, yeah, that's fucking cool. That's like something that's in the like debate now. Like it's it in is. the lexicon in twenty twenty. I know. Like, yeah, that is a platform. I, I seriously think that like people like him and his, his campaign, it was such a huge story. I think that is a part of the reason people are talking about it. That's fantastic. So yeah, you're, you're down in San Diego. That's your home base. I know you travel everywhere for this podcast. Is that 
why you chose Ballast Point. You mentioned in the intro, it's a San Diego beer. Is that why you chose this Sculpin IPA? What's your What's your relationship with this beer? Yeah, so so when I got the very exciting email to be a guest <laughs> on Cold Cans, um, it's what everyone the, waits for is that big call up, that email. <laughs> I was like, when is it coming? Um, so so actually, I've never asked you guys this, and I'd, I'd, I don't I don't want to like do that thing where you turn it around as an interviewer, but I have a question for you. Bring it. I'm curious where you got that that list of a hundred because I I don't remember any. <laughs> Ballast Point beers on that, and no. um, or or I don't know if there are any San Diego beers on that. So I'm curious, like where that list oh. came from. But there are so many amazing San Diego breweries that I felt like I had to represent. Well, okay, good point. Our list yeah. is um, p- pretty pathetic. We have Fosters somewhere in the twenties. <laughs> we have like Sparks. Yeah, where's... <laughs> we have a bunch of Sparks garbage. Talked about a lot. Yeah. We have shit on the list. We're acknowledging it, and I think part of our post 100 plan is kind of. Uh, what is it? Paying retribution for the our sins. Is that it? Perhaps. Yeah. Retribution? What do you ask for? Forgiveness for our sins. There it is. That's the word I was going to yeah. yeah. And so That's Ballast Point and these neglected San Diego breweries, hey, top of the list. I, I've yes. had Ballast Point. I don't know how many San Diego breweries like distribute all on the West Coast or throughout the U.S., but I've had this... I've had this yeah. brewery I've before. Seen I don't this. know if I've had this beer. I've seen this beer everywhere. I feel like this is really widely distributed. Yeah. Kelsey, are there any other yeah. major breweries down in San Diego that we would know of? Um, yeah, I mean, let's see. There's, uh, oh, uh, Green Slash. That's a really big one. Green um, Slash? Yeah, gosh, if you, okay. Maybe what's even more popular. There's um, uh, Mike Hess. There's. Modern Times, that one's really oh, big. I I'm love sure. Modern Times. Yeah, okay, good. That's, that's like probably my favorite brewery in San Diego, Modern Times. Um, mm, they have nice. really, really cool spaces if you ever come down here, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. We'll be there next week. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> wow. Thanks. Um, all expenses paid, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Company so, credit card. Yeah. So we'll we'll check in on this beer. Joe, how's it going down for you? First couple sips. My first few sips are very good. Um it's doesn't it's not too hoppy so i feel like yeah. a lot of pacific northwest beers in any way we go so fucking hoppy yeah we got like, we can't help ourselves we got so yeah. close to all those hops out there in the yeah. fields we can't help ourselves we're hop heads we go crazy we with this stuff and now i love that stuff but this is kind of more uh back to like balancing a little bit of bitterness against that floral fruity happiness so well said joe yeah, yeah that was beautifully said. 103 episodes in i'm starting to learn <laughs> something about beer and uh <laughs> And I fucking like it. The first few sips are very good. I don't know if I've ever had it. Okay, uh, yeah. But it's a rock-solid IPA. Wow. Totally. It's really good. Yeah, Kelsey, of course, you love this beer. How are You're also drinking it out of a bottle. Is that correct? Correct. I, I couldn't find a can either. Yeah, me either. But how is that bottle treating you so far? It's really good. I, I don't know if this is the right way to drink beer, but I always chill it to like the point of maybe it's going to freeze soon. And it's <laughs> nice. just it's so refreshing right now. And I agree with the floral notes and... I just think it's really well balanced, um, and it's just—it's just a class. It's a San Diego classic. I love it. I love having like these kind of fucking, whatever. Yeah, the classic is the best way to For put sure. it. Just For like sure. a super well balanced, well made beer that's local to a region. I think they always deliver. Yeah, yeah. Well balanced is hitting home for me. I'm famously, not a fan of IPAs. And you're this, a big malt yeah, boy. But this know. one, I I like. I would drink this. Wow. I would order this. Wow. I would drink it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So as soon as we hang up, are you going to be like, I'm never fucking drinking another drink of this? <laughs> no, this lo- I my see earnestness. Is. I see earnestness genuinely. across Nick's face. Genuinely, what you said about are they're you, not. Being... Are you, 
Sorry, go ahead, Kelsey. I said, are you being nice to me because I give you pistons? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, of course. We're trying to keep the lights on here. Um, (laughs) We still need the billable hours, but at the same time, this is a good beer. Genuinely, (laughs) genuinely, I'm enjoying this. Um, Yeah. And yeah, there's not the like hops hitting you in the face so hard. No. I think that's what I like about it. Yeah, I, I don't like that we've gone so far away from that in the Pacific Northwest. You can't, everything has to be fresh hopped. It has to be, and there's always like the graphic design is somebody like literally like <laughs> losing their fucking mind and their heads exploding or sure. something. And it's like the yeah. insane IPA. This is more classic and it's good. It would go well down in San Diego. I've never been to San Diego. Have you, Nick? Oh, yeah, I've been a couple what? times actually. Yeah, I've never been. I You, you drove visit. down. Yeah, I so I'll tell you my San Diego story, Kelsey. I uh had a a buddy um lose his job a few years ago and he wanted to go on a road trip and at the time uh studio business wasn't as hot as it was now, <laughs> so I had some free time as well and we drove down the West Coast from Seattle, made stops in like um Portland, San Francisco, LA, and then San Diego. Um it was a great trip. It was like a 11-day affair, I think. And then we took advantage of the proximity to Mexico and parked at the border and walked across into Tijuana. Um, oh, my goodness. And when we were over there, we didn't know what to do. So we found a bar and we're just, we were the only people in there. It was like probably 1130 in the morning or something. <laughs> oh my and God. we're like, we'll take some beers, you know, cervezas. Sure. Um, por favor. <laughs> of sure. course. Clara. Gracias. Um, and they bring out these just like they're like half gallon beers essentially like oh, wow. enormous mugs of beer oh and then we're like not even a quarter of the way into those and this guy brings out this big glass jar with rattlesnake in the bottom of it and he's oh. saying oh, it's yeah. the mezcal with the rattlesnake in the bottom mm, marked up yeah. I, oh, of course it's so expensive yeah um or, i mean relatively so it's you know it's cheap in tijuana but uh then we drank that we didn't die Good. drinking that yeah and we we made That's it back fantastic. yeah wow. it was it was oh a God. wonderful time and san diego was beautiful it's like i feel like la at times can be too hot during the summer but san diego every time i've been it feels like it's just right wow yeah it's it's it, it's a cliche the weather is a cliche for a reason um it's it's beautiful wait at the at the uh at the bar in, in tijuana did they do the mezcal, like pour it in your mouth and shake your head around, because that's really the signature thing you have to do down there. Wow! No, we did not get that treatment. I, maybe if there was more of an audience, but it was literally just us in the bar, and then the the one oh, yeah, bartender. So they, yeah, they didn't give us the full workup, but we did get the mariachi band by us. Okay. However, did so you, did you yeah. tip? Of course, I tipped. Okay, Joe. good. I don't know. I'm watching you. <laughs> What, hold on, I don't have a visual on. What do you mean by pour the tequila in the mouth and shake your head around? You've never seen that? No. Yeah, go oh for, my god. Yeah, explain it, Kelsey. It's like a, it's like a, it's it's very much like a spring break type thing. Yeah, yeah I no. guess a crowd would be sort of crucial because they want other people to do it. But <laughs> right. they'll come and they'll bring the tequila bottle or the mezcal bottle with the you know the spout tip on it, and they will just pour it directly into your mouth, and then they like either spin you around or kind of just like shake your head around. It's, probably not super safe for right. your brain but right. it, it, it gets gonna aspirate faster. some mezcal yeah uh, that sounds like a nightmare <laughs> wow yeah it's not. <laughs> yeah i would say it's like popular on yeah like bachelor and bachelorette parties sure. for sure sure um, oh yeah i yeah i had a buddy we went on a bachelor party in nashville and there was this one bar on whatever the main stretch in nashville is called um and they have a like old school barber chair so it will like lean back 
to the position where you'd get a, a like straight edge shave. Sure. And then they pour like oh, Jack no. Daniels down God. your throat from that. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. And that was, yeah, the turn of the evening that we I had there in Nashville. I would um, assume the rattlesnake tequila could also turn an evening if they're shaking you around. Uh, yeah. So have you been in down into Tijuana, Kelsey? Is that a thing that San Diegoans do? Yeah, I've definitely been down there. Um, I don't go down there a lot or anything, but it really is like a. I could be there in 30 minutes if I wanted yeah. to from where I am right now. Wow. Um, but uh, I was just in deeper in Mexico. That wasn't like as, you know, you had to fly to get there. But um, but Mexico's Mexico's beautiful. Yeah, it's very accessible from here. It's, it's a nice luxury. That's very nice. Um, while we're on the subject, one of the traveling elites on this podcast, oh, Joseph Glock, was just in Mexico. I was. I went to... How was your where time? Where were you? Yeah. I went to Mexico City for four days and was fucking blown oh, away. Awesome. It's affordable. It's a reasonable flight. It's a beautiful city. We just wandered around and ate and drank, my wife and I, my wife and I. And then we took a little hopper flight <laughs> over to uh, Cabo, where we did kind of the resort bum and stuff, which was less awesome. I mean, it was nice and relaxing, but it's just yeah. all resorty, touristy stuff. I had never been. And that was fun. And then just flew up to Seattle. It was a great winter getaway. When you live in Seattle in February, you have to get out for a little bit of time. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crushing. Yeah. That sounds beautiful. My my husband and I went to um do you, have you heard of Tulum, yeah. Mexico? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's in the Yucatan Peninsula, but we yeah. went there over Christmas and it was I can not recommend that enough. It was Mexico's just fucking awesome no matter where you go it's awesome yeah i mean a lot of what i travel for like you know the art the architecture that's all nice i travel for food like above everything else and, oh yeah i mean mexico yeah. it's as good as it can get it was so fucking good yeah. to just walk around <laughs> yeah nice and that's something that i'm sure you have in san diego that i just always miss living in seattle is we have no good like great mexican food and it's not in abundance no. by any means no, it's just, I don't know why it's not up here. It's not up here. So every time I go south and whenever I come to San Diego, Mexican food is going to be the top of the list. I have to get my fix mm. when I travel. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. I think the thing about it's, Seattle is you can't find good or, like, great cheap Mexican food. There are the, yeah. like, high-end, you know, sort of... The trendy... Trendy yeah. restaurants that have good food. But, yeah, it's part of the appeal is that it's affordable and um, easy yeah. and quick. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yep, we're living life. We're living life. While we're speaking of food, <laughs> yes, uh, we can get to a very special parable or terrible. We have a segment. <laughs> we have a well, segment. Well, the listeners already know what it is. <laughs> oh yeah, we said that's beginning. true. That's true. The lovely intro. Oh yeah. Um, and well, Kelsey, oh, yeah. this was we asked you for some suggestions on a parable or terrible for this beer, and bugles came up as one of your suggestions. Can you tell us why and um, if you like bugles or have had a history with them? I don't know what a history yeah, would so be. Yeah, so I think I... <laughs> I worded that oddly, but please continue. Yeah, yeah, I used to have a big problem with bugles. I've gotten over it. I can responsibly partake again. Um, no, uh, I think I really uh, fucked up the terrible or terrible segment. I listened to the show, but I, for some reason... So you asked me my first suggestion. I said fish tacos, and you're like, um, that's not really what this is about. I was like, yeah, you're right. Um, mm. So then I thought of something that taste like that and i told my husband he came home and he was like why why do we have bugles this is strange <laughs> but i explained it and he was like you should pick something that's maybe going to be weird so it's a more interesting segment because like mm. these will probably go with anything right um but i picked them because 
I thought they would taste most like, you know, fried halibut in a fish taco. And oh. I do love bugles. Okay. I bought them. Oh, I, tell me if your package says this. It says, uh, as the branding, America's number one finger hat. <laughs> finger hat. I, thought was... I was going to bring that up. I mean, that's the classic bugle <laughs> thing. Yeah, they're leaning into that, like, uh, consumer use of I... their product. Good stuff. I thought that was genius to say number one finger hat because you can dispute that. What other products could say? Right. What What else could be a finger hat? I mean, you're not yeah eating celery or Doritos and balancing. Bugles are the finger hat. Now, here's my, my problem with it, though, Kelsey. Our bag of bugles, I think they're brewing the bugles differently. than Uh-oh. Either that or I used to have littler fingers. But I can't get any of these things on the big old sausage Well, I think the I openings right are different sizes. That is part of the problem because some of them are completely closed. I can't get them on any of my I fingers. I remember them being bigger as well, and I don't know, yeah, if it's just being adults thing or not, but I'm having trouble here. Yeah, I think they're they're all marketing, and they've they're saving costs by putting the closed bugle faces. Can't get them on the fingers anymore. A big knock. They, door they would want people to though. That's you know huge on social, it's man. Too expensive. <laughs> it's too expensive. I know. How are they gonna? It's, yeah, you can't double down on branding and then close the little holes more. Yeah, I don't. Now it's like kind of a, kind of a. a uh, what it was? What are Pringles? They're, they're not real chips. They're a mash. Right? Oh, Isn't yeah, that the it? slurry. Like they're a slurry. Oh. Bugles are a slurry, I would have to well, imagine the, as well. the number one ingredient is degermed yellow cornmeal. Yeah, so that means it's oh, a slurry. Oh, no, why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Could there be anything less appetizing? <laughs> so but all to round off, To round off the ingredients list, yeah. freshness preserved by <laughs> BHT. Oh, great. So you know they're fresh. Yeah, you know they're fresh. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so I'm going to eat a bugle. I'm going to go off mic. Okay. I already, I've been eating them for a long time. And, uh, How do you was... do it silently? <laughs> We leaned back when uh, Kelsey was explaining the treat. I'm a very smart, shrewd man. Uh, it, it goes well. I mean, b- bugles well, yeah. are very salty, and so pairing with a mm-hmm. beer is uh, primo. Yeah, and IPAs are hard to pair because they are they have such a bold, intense flavor to, yeah, to begin with. Right. So you need something that's just a salt bomb, and bugles uh, yeah. scratch that itch. Kelsey, on your end? Yeah, I'm trying to chew silently as well. I mean, <laughs> I think... Uh, yeah, whenever I'm drinking IPAs, I'm like, San Diego's all but IPA, so that it's mm. like a session beer to us, so we'll probably drink like a bunch of these on the weekends, and oh, I wow. always want something salty afterwards, so this is like perfect right now. Yeah, nice. it's a good slurry. I think it's parable all around. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Parable. Nom, good nom, suggestion, nom, nom. and also good beer. Kelsey, I was thinking, so as we mentioned earlier in the show, we've been working with you for years, so we've done a lot of episodes, um, edited a lot of your stuff. Uh, you're you're an unquestionable podcast star. That's what I wanted to say. You've talked to a oh. bevy of inspiring people. You've talked to people who feed hungry children. You've talked to people who volunteer as a veterinarian for pets on the street. People who founded charitable foundations when they're children. They're not even teenagers yet. Celebrities, yeah. <laughs> John Aston. You've talked to Bryce Dallas Howard, people like that. So the pertinent question I have is where do we, talking to us today, where does that rank on um, your list of memorable experiences? I'm going to say number one with a bullet. <laughs> wow. Wow. Take that, Sean Astin. <laughs> Who gets the bullet? <laughs> do we get the bullet? Um, I wanted to say thanks for taking the time because you do you do really good work, and uh, we honestly, appreciate having you, you joining us in our stupid-ass podcast. And also yes, your beer you. suggestion is, is wonderful. Yes. Oh, I'm so, I'm so glad it was well-received. <laughs> 
And we would be remiss not to mention the generous gift that you provided to us um, over the holidays, the advent calendar of beers that we we did one episode doing a head-to-head. Yeah. That was, the I think, the first of the post-100. 101, yeah. Yeah. Um, so thank uh, yeah, you for that, that. That was the one that made made uh, Joey go insane. He said on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, what were we? We didn't know what to do post one hundred. No, we, yeah. and we <laughs> talked it out live on air, and that made me feel like I was losing my fucking mind. Yeah. Uh, now <laughs> I thought I had some good suggestions, and then you piped up with the weird, like moving the tears thing. <laughs> and when I was listening back. I thought it was going to like come around and I was going to be like, oh, yeah, he made a good point no. there, but it just never landed. Sometimes, I still don't know what you're talking sometimes about. Sometimes we brainstorm, we expand, and then we come back with a point of view. Uh-huh. I just spun us off into the abyss. It's like in, in <laughs> gravity when you just, you're just you just going out into space forever. So I, I don't think we still have a coherent vision. <laughs> well, certainly not. <laughs> certainly not. That's on theme for this uh, podcast. Boy. But, Kelsey, <laughs> we should tell you how we consumed that advent calendar oh, yeah. are we ready to admit this to publicly i don't think anyone knows Say not it. even our own loved ones Say no it. i don't think so <laughs> i sent kelsey a picture of the aftermath but yeah. she does not know the, the, how we did it yeah so we we had those two beers on the podcast and they were wonderful and yeah. we had our curiosity peaked but we're like let's you know save them for some special occasion um a couple of weeks <laughs> after that podcast or maybe a week or so afterwards we we were doing like a jam night. We came down here, we played some guitar, and we were just like singing and drinking and having a good time. We ran out of the wine that we had brought to jam night, and we're like, hey, we have that advent calendar. Let's have some more of those. We drank the rest of the advent calendar with another friend of ours uh, over a jam night. Got way too drunk, but what a lovely experience it was. We had too much all at one time. But that's how good it was. So thanks again for your gift. That makes me so happy. Oh, my God, of course. It, yeah, it was just a... Uh... I was, I, I, I just wanted to say thanks, and then when it turned into an episode, I was just like, "Wow, this is you know the gift that keeps on giving." <laughs> and it kept on giving to us that jam night. Uh, yeah, it, I was like a kid on Christmas every time I got to punch in and open up a new beer. It was, I was out of control, uh, but it was very fun. Well, what was like um, one of the best ones from the pack? Because they don't That's tell you what's in it. Great question. Um, let, I looked, took some pictures. There was a Seattle beer in there. There was yeah. a um, mm-hmm. Elysian. Um, was it Dayglow? No, Hot Fuzz. I think. Oh, Hot Fuzz. Yeah, the one with Jimmy oh, Hendrix on the cover. So good. Yeah, it's really good. Like, every beer they clearly curated it to put like rock solid regional craft beers throughout. Because our nice. first few we had were like one from Florida. I don't remember where the other one was from, but North Carolina, I yeah, think. something Asheville, like that. maybe, yeah. Uh, and every one was solid, but it started with us like examining each one, being like, "Oh, this is going to be a good choice," and then ended with us just kind of driving back a lot of beers. And um, okay, I, I did find some pictures. You were right; it was Dayglow. It was not Hot Fuzz. Okay, uh, that's my my bad. But there was also <laughs> Dale's Pale Ale. Oh yeah, which we had done on a podcast previously. And then another Florida, oh, nice. Florida beer, J Dubs Bell Cow Milk Chocolate Porter. Jesus Christ! Whoa. It, it was a lot of beers that didn't go well together, but what? we just kept drinking them yeah. like one after another. <laughs> that explains the hangover the day after. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a jam night. You got to do it. Yeah, and it was We're rock stars, baby. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was one of the most fun nights. Uh, I've literally like top ten oh, fun yeah. night I've ever had. It was in my so life. fun. I was. I oh will say God. though, yes. I was in studio for like six hours straight that next day, and I was absolutely the most hungover I've ever been <laughs> sitting in here. Ouch! Uh, oh boy! 
I shouldn't probably shouldn't I say probably, that publicly, but um, I, pro- <laughs> I probably emailed you at like 3 p.m. and like, can you get this to me in two hours? And like, oh, <laughs> oh no, 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 that that's what cured my hangover was right. working on your podcast, Kelsey. Getting the chance to work on that podcast. I will say, like something you probably never say on your own show because you, I've, I don't know why you would, but I do a lot of the edits on your show, and you'll say like, yeah. hey, edit this out at, you know, point A to point B. And a lot of sometimes between there, it's a flub or it's just something where it's like, oh, we're moving stuff around. A lot of times it's legitimately like an emotional moment that you're having that you don't want to spill onto the show. Like that's almost every ending that you have is like you saying like, that was so beautiful. Because <laughs> I'm not even like, yeah, not just saying that to kind of to, to plug the show. It really is like remarkable how often um, those emotional beats will get hit. I think that you're an excellent interviewer because it happens all the time. And that's stuff that nobody even gets to hear because because uh, we edit it out. But you do a good job. Thank you. For sure. Of course. That means a lot to me. Well, yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, I am. Um, that's a... Uh, I've just accepted that's my brand. It's like <laughs> just emotional with a capital E. That's fine. <laughs> it's, it's just eliciting whatever was behind their decision to start their you know campaign like that's that sounds like it should obviously be the goal of the show but i don't think that's an easy thing to do uh you know without it you know you could you could you could go poorly and be like tmz and be pushing too hard or you could be really bland and not like ever elicit any real emotion and you do such a good job of doing it in a human way uh and honestly it's remarkable there were more than one episode where i would like send like Nick would be CC'd and I would we offline in our Slack chat. I'd be like, "This is a really fucking good episode." <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's it yeah oh you do a great God. job. Yeah. So thank you so much. That like means the world to me. Yeah. yeah well, you you do good work. Cool. Yeah. And uh, and uh, yeah, thank you for taking the time today for uh, our. Ours is probably the most charity charitable thing you've done in the entire run of your <laughs> podcast career. Absolutely. Um, so thank yes. you for um, throwing us a bone and uh, like... <laughs> <laughs> we do appreciate you. Number we're one. we're gonna um, let you go now and get back to doing all the good stuff you do. You said you were making martinis earlier. Are you gonna enjoy one of those for yourself now that you're off the podcast? I think so. Um, nice. Uh, my... I, I don't want to admit this on air, but I will. My husband and I watched The Bachelor. Um, yes. I feel that the world is just like such a dumpster fire that we deserve trash on TV. Sure. So we're going to go drink martinis and watch trash TV. Heck yeah. Together. What a lovely <laughs> evening. But, I love it. But but as an end cap, a nice end cap, the world, the world is a dumpster fire sometimes, but there are beautiful people doing amazing things. So go listen to true stories of good people and have your faith restored in humanity. Absolutely. Truly. Couldn't, yeah. Couldn't back that more. Thanks for your time, Kelsey. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is an honor. Thanks, Kelsey. Talk, talk, to, talk you to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. I believe we've reached the rankings portion of the show, Joe. We have. That was a lovely conversation. Mm. But now we have to and do I'm the glad real you're, business. You're, you use this podcast as an emotional platform, and I like that. What do you mean? I've never heard you share emotions at any other time in life unless it's on this podcast. Wow. It's true. Um, so I'm glad that it enables you to do that, truly. Well, you have to give the people what they want, you know. No, I, it's it's what I feel. It's, <laughs> it's a, all for the show, baby. It's, no, it's a nice outlet, and I meant what I said with Kelsey, too. She does great stuff. It's good to hear. Um, she totally does. Okay. 
Let's get down to business. Brass tacks. Mm, mm, Let's mm, clear the mm. bugles out of our gullets and rank this thing. What are you thinking? I'm thinking cream. Wow. So cream would be 1 to 16. That's a pretty thick cream, isn't it? <laughs> That's a heavy cream. Um, should I read those T to T? Uh, sure. Okay, 16 to 1 is Elysian Night Owl Pumpkin Ale, Optimism Brewery Before the Dawn, Rataburger, Bat Squatch, La Fin du Monde, Traveling Light Kolsch, Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing IPA, Prima Pills, Rodenbach Grand Cru, Cold Cans Kolsch, Spotted Cow, and the top five is Lagunitas Nighttime Ale, Pyramid Snowcap Winter Ale, Pseudo Sue, Delirium Tremens, and our number one, Deschutes. Mm. Deschutes and Lagunitas are like, in my mind, I equate Ballast Point to to those breweries for some reason. It's just like these like regional breweries that distribute widely. Yeah. I, see I think them. that's a good comparison. Yeah. Ballast Point is the 17th largest brewery in the country. Wow. According to um, wikipedia.com. Owned by .com or .org? <laughs> you on the paid I'm on for? the paid for. Yeah. yeah okay. $1,000 a month for this. <laughs> um, it's owned by Kings and Convex, Convex Brewery, which I don't know. Interesting. Appears to not have its own it's not owned uh, by. Oh, a it was sold to Constellation Brands for huh. one billion dollars in 2015. <laughs> Constellation Brands, oh boy! So it is owned by a conglomerate. Is Constellation and Brands then, owned and, by? Oh, ABMF? so recently, so in December 2019, Chicago-based brewery Kings and Convicts announced they were buying Ballast Point from Constellation for undisclosed terms. Wow! And that's your financial report. <laughs> we should have a financial report. Music we should. Da ding, da ding, da ding, da ding, and then you come in. <laughs> so Constellation Brands is famous for Robert Mondavi wine, um, Svetka vodka, Casa Noble tequila, <laughs> and uh, this is I knew these Corona Modelo Especial and uh, Negro Modelo and Pacifico. So is it buy or sell? <laughs> Sell, sell, sell. Constellation Brands. Should we do? Should we release coal can stock? You think? Do a sale? IPO? You think we should go? We should IPO? Yeah. Go public? Yeah. Coal cans Media LLC. We're we'll, an LLC. We'll retain We'd have to... full board of uh, directors' rights, of course. Naturally, so can... Brian, the Harrelson estate can't take that away from us, as we know. Um, but uh, all I'm gonna say is, coal cans might be open for business. Wow! So I'm gonna say on the matter at this time. Any investors out there looking to buy, buy, buy? Cold Cans Media LLC is IPOing, and we're in the New York Stock Exchange ringing the bell. It's an absolute catastrophe. We're a penny. Two bells. We're a we're a penny stock. The next day, people are trading our shares for fractions of a cent. Oh yeah. Okay. I'd like to get into the penny stock game. What do you think? You think so? Day trading penny stocks. <laughs> if you got some time to kill and some <laughs> hair to lose, go ahead and day trade penny stocks. Well, we should. I'm saying, not only will I do that, we'll enter it as a company up front, of course, for other oh, dealings. Of course, a way to channel in um, our our podcast money to uh, divert taxes. Hey, All right. What are Back we doing? To the rankings. Here? Okay, so cream. This is cream territory. I think so. What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm with you. It's, okay. it's it's just a rock solid IPA. I think it doesn't for me hit those top like seven or eight that like had something mm. that like completely distinguish it. But like we said when Kelsey was on, it's it's so balanced and so like 
it's such a good thing to reach for if you're if you're in doubt, you know? Like you don't need to be in the mood to have this. It's just it's a it's an everyday type IPA. It's good. Agreed. I was gonna make a joke when you were telling your Tijuana story about how being in the bar at eleven thirty is nothing new for you and the the guy. That would have been fun. With. I don't know. I didn't know if Kelsey would have an appetite for it. <laughs> I think her willingness to be on this podcast sure. at all was uh, showed a some sort of at least tolerance for that sort of <laughs> behavior and uh, joke. Okay, I was I was trying to look up because a sculpin I think is like a you know a bottom feeder in the yeah the, in, the graphic when design you said rock solid I was gonna be like oh you know they're sitting on rocks sure. <laughs> Hey, we but a, I can't find any confirmation on that, can I and be, I will defer this joke till later. Can I be open and honest and, and say an idea I work, workshopped with you this afternoon that you said you thought was oh, quite yeah. do you horrible? Want it? Do you want to make that public? Yeah, I do, all right? Okay. So we knew we were going to do a parable or terrible with Kelsey on her show. Yeah. We knew her podcast, which you absolutely should check out, which is True Stories of Good People, the yep. GoFundMe Heroes production. And I was thinking, what would be, could we have fun with the name of the podcast instead of parable or terrible? What if we had as the food we ate with it peanuts and then the name of the segment could be uh, true stories of good peanuts no. question mark what do you think no you said it was quote i said horrible. i said, said i hate horrible or no, yeah, i said i, I hate, hate that I i'll hate that. <laughs> i'll noodle on it until showtime yeah well that fucking noodle didn't produce anything we just did we could have just said true stories of good parables or like brew stories of good parables something that like that that sucks no, it doesn't. Good parables. Oh, I like the idea of, okay, fine, brew stories of good parables. Par- and parable, the actual word, is a uh, like synonym a for a story. Ooh, that's Christ's actually sake. solid. But then we need a terrible. So that's why I was thinking something along the lines of, like, if true stories of good people, it would be fake, fake stories of bad people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what's the opposite? What would be the bad, the bad version of it, Nick? <sighs> So if Breitbart is producing this podcast, what, who are they no, talking to? No, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, oh, I see, because bad people. Yeah. Then, yes, I, I don't like Breitbart. I Don't get this confused, <laughs> listeners. Don't I don't even know around. anything about them. I shouldn't have said that. I Maybe there's good people there. I don't know. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You're defending Breitbart right now? No. Fuck them. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> All right, let's rank this thing. So we're... Uh... <laughs> Can I do the beer advocate? Oh, yeah. Let's get back to our old values. I'm going to read the beer advocate. This is an American. (laughs) This is an American IPA. It has 7% ABV. That is, I did not realize that. Oh, wow. That's nice. This is the number four American IPA on beer advocate. It has a score of 98 or world class. Whoa! Yeah, this is a big-time beer, maybe bigger than we even thought. A BTB. This thing's bigger than anybody even thought. You were talking about Breitbart, and my ears perked up. I'm a regular contributor. Uh, Jesse Venture hasn't been on in a while. It's been too long, I want to get me. him off. I'm kicking him off for good. Again, all he was is a crude imitation of James Domian's Jesse Ventura. He should just be off the show. Hmm. Jesse. Well, that's true. Do you have any maybe final Maybe we'll words? get James Domian on the program. That would be a good That'd be, That'd be a, almost as be big a of a get, as, get as Kelsey. Yeah, uh, down that road. Should I open another one or not? Am I going to regret it? Uh, you can go for it. I'll have a glass of water. 
Um, what if I open it and we split it? We'll pour it into our okay, cups. Okay, that's fine. That sounds okay. good. So it was a, it's a 98 world class. Do we have any uh, reviewers that are interested? I was or? trying to see. I mean, everyone loves it, so it's not anything that interesting. Um, but, I mean, so do no. they describe the beer in any other way that you, Kelsey, or myself didn't? Like, is it just, it is balanced? Like, were we right about that? Like, it's just a great execution of an IPA? Right. This um, user, Dak RZA1, says... Rizza. Um, Isn't that how you say it? Rizza? Rizza? I don't know. I, it's D-A-C-R-Z-A-1. Okay. Could be anything. The very picture of the genre... A golden yeah. amber body, busy as a city with its active effervescence, wow. building a fingles, finger's worth of thick clumps of snow-white head. This sits nobly and staunchly for the duration of the drink. Lemon, grapefruit, and mango build the tropical profile, with pineapple and aromatic flowers creating an inviting allure. Its secondary scents include sweet bread malts and light peppery Jesus. spiciness. Its body, hearty, smooth, and agreeable. At 7% ABV... It finds that sweet spot between drinkable and weighty, drawing heavily on the back end while biting at the teeth with a robust presence. That sounded like Mark Twain describing the sunrise over the Mississippi. That was, that was beautiful, and that was only half of the review for what it's worth. Jesus Christ! So, uh, yeah, well done, sir Rizza. or ma'am. Maybe it is Rizza. Um, okay. What does the DAC stand for then? The Democratic <laughs> Active uh, Convention. Drinks are. Um, cool. Cool. <laughs> drinks are cool, Rizza. One. <laughs> and he wanted to be drinks are cool, Rizza, but somebody had already had it taken Oh, boy. Okay. For so, the record, I don't even know who Rizza is. I've only seen uh, it written. He's um, an artist. He's a musical artist. Cool. Right? Yeah, let's rank this thing. Okay. Um, I'm with you. I'm thinking cream. We do have a heavy cream. It does mean we need to expel the bottom beer if we were to rank this in here. So the beer that would be expelled if we chose to do this would be our last beer in the cream ranking. That's number 16, which is Elysian Night Owl Pumpkin Ale. Yeah. Um, I so, think this should be in cream. I would put I it there. I think so, too. So Elysian Night Owl Pumpkin Ale, you're going to the graveyard. R.I.P. Um, hoot, hoot. Hoot, hoot. That's our send-off. Do you have any final words? For the night owl. For the night owl. I will drink you come next fall. Yeah. You'll be there for me every, as the sun goes down, um, 6.7% beer. We drink you every year. We do. 3.95 out of 5. Shed a tear. Wow, thank you. Sorry. Thank you. That was Rizza-esque. Um, th- I, I love it. I'm with you when I go to the grocery store and I walk the beer aisle mm. and I see it show up for the first time in the fall. Oh, yeah. I'm like, ooh, it's night owl season. Oh, yeah. I get all excited. Here, I'll read the description from it. This was October 27th of 2017. Nick Goulis and Bowie are joined by a special guest, <laughs> Devil Gulk, for an Elysian night owl on a scary Halloween edition of Mold Cans. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's fun stuff. Was that you or me? Must have been me. I think it was you, yeah. Oh, I thought you'd go. I wouldn't have it. called your wife Devil Ghoul. Oh, yeah, I think it enough. was you though. That's though true. we we we've, cans we've talked about the, that's funnier than I am. That feels like it should be you. You're mm-hmm. better at that. That you're funnier. Well, of than course me. I am. But you steal all my best traits and um, use them as your own. What? So where is this beer going to go in the cream? Um, good question. I'm perusing through. 
I'm running into the problem again of like I see a beer that I wanted to displace, but then there are beers below that that I don't really want it to displace. Meaning our rankings are garbage. Our rankings are absolute trash. Trash rankings. Sell, sell, sell. Uh, I have a spot, and it's firm. There. Oh. I can almost feel it. It's so firm. <laughs> oh come on. There's a, a good comparison there because there is only one other IPA in our top sixteen beers. Oh, wow. Okay. And it is um, Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing. Oh, no. There's two IPAs then you're missing. What's the other one? Well, I'm putting it right next to it, so uh, I don't want to take it. Let me find it. Have your ranking. You got it? Three, two, one it. Where's the other? There is no- Shut up. There's an American Pale Ale. Nope. There's a New England IPA. Prima Pearls. It's Bad Squatch, number 13, right? Oh, yeah. Sorry. my, My mistake. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's rank it. Okay, three, three two, two, one, 14. 11. Okay. Wow. So the beers, you have it at 11, I have it at 14. The beers that would be in between there would be Traveling Light Kolsch, Le Fin du Monde, and Bat Squatch. So we're pretty so close. So you had it right below Bat Squatch. I had it right below I like this way better than Bat Squatch. Really? I will not move on the subject. Wow. Now, Can du Monde. I defend Bat Squatch for a second? Sure, yeah, please. Um, number one, Bat Squatch. Uh, associated with Rogue Brewing, associated with your trip to Portland. That's true. That some of my best friends in the world attended. All right, all right. Um, and that uh, would uh, and and it's a beer that I pick up. It's kind of seasonal. I don't think that's a. Beer I thought so around. too, but I have seen it on the shelf I at Safeway too. Um, every day. Yeah, but I every every time we're like, let's get like two six packs to just have around the house. I see bat squash. I'm like, ooh, let's get that one. That's a go-to. It's okay. my go-to. Nice. It is a tasty IPA. I won't take that. But you it. prefer this to bat squash, and you won't move on the point. I would, especially for the sessionability of it. I Even at the event that I was um, celebrated at and all my great friends were at, I could only have one bat squash um, because it, it was just a little bit too um, spooky, scary. You were scared of the, for la- me. the label. I was scared. Uh and then above it, Le Fin du Monde, I do think is slightly better than this. Le Fin du Monde's like a really good beer, yeah, a special of beer. Uh, Traveling like Kolsch, we both loved. It's yeah, that was. We should have that again because it was just such a beautifully light, um, right. sessionable beer. But so what? B- below, I, I'm so comfortable at thirteen. You still want Basquatch ahead of it? If you come down to thirteen, I'll go. I'll let Basquatch be behind. Okay, it. I think that's a good. Uh, that's the. Story of our political process, folks. I move three, Joe moves one. You're regular Mayor Pete. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's not do that. You defended Breitbart 20 minutes ago. You're like, maybe Breitbart's good. I didn't defend them. I just said, I don't want, I don't, whatever. <laughs> I get what you're saying. There's probably some good people employed there. I, I or argue they there at least. Aren't. Maybe there aren't. I I How just could you work there? all I would say is I don't know enough about it to mm. actually have an opinion other than that's what they're trash. Yeah. Well, they are trash. Um, the funding by whatever his name was, Steve the, Bannon. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. So it's our new number thirteen. What is great is Ballast. <laughs> our segue was <laughs> from yes. But Ballast oh, Point boy. Scope and APA very good. Uh, a new number thirteen World out of a hundred. World class. Beer Advocate loved it. We loved it. And our guest was fantastic. And thanks again, Kelsey, for your time. Yeah, that we, was awesome. We appreciate it. Yeah, you're you're great. Keep as far on. as guest rankings go, where do you got it? I have to put it at number two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I can put her at number one. You can. I can put her at number one. Um, That was great and compelling, especially for a phone interview. They're not often easy to sort of have some interplay back and forth. And it was she was really well done. She's a pro. She's she she does it for a living. She tours around. She interviews honestly super interesting and intriguing people. Totally. You think we're just uh, peddling her podcast and plugging it, but you honestly should give it a listen. Mm. You'll fucking like it. It's really good. True stories of good people. Just search for it on your favorite search engine, Bing.com. Hit that music, Joe. And Is it going to oh, be too loud right away? Shit. I don't think it'll oh, be too loud. Oh, you don't even have it queued. No, I have it queued up. Don't worry about me one bit. <laughs> um, in fact, I have the volume down. So wow. uh, another good fun. episode. Yeah. It was Thanks fun. for making the time, Joe. You're headed off again to the bright skies All of right. America. Let's just, let's just wrap this up. <laughs> Till next week. 